All right, so you guys are being led up to the stage. You see uh, your old buddy Parnas there on the stage, looking pretty grim, but also a little bit satisfied. And um, basically, you get up on stage, and the guy that's leading this whole thing is, uh, like I said, that one-eyed guy that is uh, that you saw earlier. And he's kind of revving the crowd up in this kind of religious fever, and he's just getting everybody just kind of going crazy and he's he's right now he's saying um uh these three dared to go against our religion and our god and our great work upon this world these three dared to challenge who are they who what are they trying to accomplish and today we will find that out today it shall be their trial and the crowd goes insane and you guys are standing there while these people are just screaming at you and throwing like rotten food and all sorts of stuff and you guys are just sitting there or standing there having to kind of take this torrent of rotten food and insults that's just being like thrown at you and um and then the uh and then the uh, uh the person that's leading the proceedings says quiet quiet we must give them a trial as is our way and we have, must make this trial fair. And in order to do so, we have one of the offended parties here, our own high priest, Parnas. Fuck! People, <laughs> people applaud Parnas and uh, give him applause, and he kind of nods his head a little bit, and he's just in sympathy. His hand is wrapped up. He looks like he's much better now. Uh, it looks like <laughs> he even has some, uh, his fingers are kind of growing back for whatever, however way they helped him uh, recoup those. How about um, his ear <laughs> that I bit uh, off? You can't tell because the bandage is just going around his head. Uh, okay. You can tell that maybe they wanted to make him a little bit worse looking than he actually is. Like, they probably have healed him using magic, but you're not sure. At this point, he should probably be fully healed, but they want to get sympathy with the crowd. You, you get the idea that that might be a possibility. <laughs> So the uh, leader of the proceedings then says, The three of you, state your names. Henry. Henry? Was that the fake name you were using before? Yeah. <laughs> you just... That's your classic... That's like a way your classic fake name. <laughs> classic fake name. So you say Henry and nobody else says anything? I'm Parnas. <laughs> <laughs> just being a pain in his ass anyway I can <laughs> and, okay so Parnas says those are lies <laughs> I'm Timmy <laughs> and that is a lie as well and then the uh, leader of the proceeding says we do not take to deception on this in our in our realm and on our stage what are you going to do put we me do on trial or something oh and then guards, he just motions to you guys. The two giant, remember those two very giant, all metal-looking guys that were just looked impossibly uh, tough? Yeah. They walk <laughs> up to you guys, and they have maces. Uh, each of them have maces. Oh. And as they walk up to you, there's electricity just kind of <laughs> dancing on the edge of their maces. It looks like, you know, it will be hellish if it hits you. Hmm. And the guards are approaching you. Their arms are uh, reeling back as if ready to take a strike at you. And they swing at you. I clench my teeth. 
<laughs> All right. So, um, so Kulruk, yeah. uh, you take four damage, All right. and you fall to the ground, writhing in pain. Yay! And I regret nothing. <laughs> Laren, you take five damage, and you writhe on the ground in pain. Damn it! <laughs> and Donnie, uh, they have just struck the other two. Do you want to try to do anything before? What the, the fuck am I gonna do? <laughs> are my hands tied? Uh, you are not tied. No. Oh boy. Uh... I mean, you could try to plead with them a little bit, maybe. <laughs> Apologize. Uh, that's not my. That's not my style. <laughs> All right. um, have we ever apologized in this campaign yet <laughs> no we don't we don't apologize for what we've done we just pay our penance and and move on <laughs> we just get cursed with a ring yeah we just get a so ring he's getting finger. he's getting ready to hit you yeah his arms back oh my god i really want to i really want to duck it and like roll backwards and like use magic against him but i don't think i think i need my implement to do that i'm yeah. almost positive i need you my wand to do that use laren yeah, as a meat shield Oh boy. Um you can try to dodge you can try to whatever you want to do, but time's running out. I'll just take it. I'm just gonna take okay. it. Okay. You take it and you take three damage. Okay. So, uh and you're all on the ground writhing in pain. The two big guards uh step back to what appear to be their spots uh on the side of the stage and are waiting patiently there. And the crowd jeers and screams and they're throwing more things at you guys. And he then just says, as soon as he can tell that you guys can handle these, please uh, return to a standing position. I stand up. Yeah, it's pretty easy to stand. All right. So you guys are all standing there. He says, now, are we ready for the trial to begin? Your names, please state your names. Does Parnas actually know our names? Uh, He's heard heard you guys talking to each other a lot. Ah. I wasn't sure if we have actually like said our names out loud around them or not. I mean, we definitely had yeah, to have. exactly the amount of time you guys have spent together is pretty good, and there's no way unless you really intended to not ever use your real names. Yeah. Okay. Say I'm Cool Rock. Okay, Cool Rock. I'm Laren, and I'm Laren. Donnie. Got jazz hands. Yeah, I say it like uh, Steven Universe. <laughs> All right. And as he repeats each of your names, uh it it lights up on a board next to the stage uh with each of your names spelled out under uh under a heading of the accused. So it's kind of like this fancy like, you know, slightly magical stage thing that's like just to give a better show for the audience. I point up at my name, I go, "No, no, it's it's K U, not Q U. It's K." And, and then it changes from QU to KU. Huh. Neat. They like to be accurate. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> get, get it right on my tombstone. <laughs> and then so he says, are you ready to give testimony, Parnas? And Parnas says, I am. We're so dead. <laughs> and so Parnas steps into this uh, this wooden box that's on the stage, like a like a witness box. And the And the overlord, the guy says, begin, Parnas. Tell us. Tell us what happened. And so Parnas basically regales him with exactly uh, what happened. But the new information that you get out of this is that Parnas was on some kind of mission in that city uh, in order to gain more insight into the location of um, 
to, to the location of some of these uh, these crag creatures. And um, there's some kind of thing you can tell that they're using the crag creatures for, but you're not sure what it is. Uh, but you they you do get the idea that like getting it they're they're equating it with like their religion somehow their weird religion and somehow their religion has to do with their dominance upon this planet and a time in the past where they dominated the world and they're kind of like going to this old forbidden religion to kind of be able to you know have a reason to kill these creatures and to fuel some kind of like some kind of uh, 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 of like powerful magic that they have access to that will give them uh, kind of an overlord position on the entire world. Hmm. So that's yeah. the new information that you get out of what uh, of what what had happened uh, with your time with Parnas. So that's what he was doing in town. But then he basically says that you guys came in and interfered with the process. You didn't even try to talk to him. He's like really making the audience feel bad. He's telling them about how you bit off their, you savagely bit off his ear and chopped off his fingers about how you're bad people and about how they're really good people and they're doing the right thing for their God and for their, their world. And you guys are inter, you guys are interlopers and, you know, are horrible, uh, horrible people and don't care about anyone but yourselves. So that's basically the gist of what Parnas's speech entails. And it's not then that far he, off. Uh, <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> and then the Overlord. Oh, and he also includes he includes the destruction of the town. Great. He includes uh, you know all of the bad stuff that you guys feel bad about. And uh, so, like uh, as Parnas is speaking, uh, there's a list on that same board that says charges. Oh. And each time he mentions something, it's like a new charge appears. I really, by the time he's done with his story, there's something like 25 char- different charges <laughs> listed on there for each of you. Yeah. <laughs> I like really obstructing an official of the church or whatever the fuck they're following. Yeah, that's on there. I mean, we could list off the whole thing, but I mean, it's just a litany of things that are like, yeah, we did do that. I mean, <laughs> and other things are just kind of like, well, that's a stretch. But I mean, if you believe that their religion is the most, you know, the only religion in the world, then yeah, I guess that's true, you know. Does me burying him in the sand and giving him sand fleas count as a charge? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. And uh, purposeful infestation <laughs> I didn't of, know. A, uh, of a church official. Ah, it happens. I raise my hand, though, like a kid in class, and just hold it up until I'm called on. Um, he doesn't call on you, and he just says, uh, and now, you three, it's time for you to speak your piece. I start waving my hand frantically. And uh, yes, you have something to add before your before your testimony. Yes, uh, a question for the defendant. I point at Parnas. That will be addressed after your testimony. There's a time and place for everything. My apologies, Your Honor. All right, to the testimony square. And now you guys are kind of like motion to take. All three of you are supposed to fit into this uh, this wooden box that Parnas was in, and it it's it'll be a little bit of a tight fit because of Kulruk, but uh, <laughs> it should be fine. So you guys walk into the box, and you are then uh, asked to refute any of the charges on the list. All right, I'm going to start. 
Well, first of all, the ear thing. I saw some of those extra fleas in his ear, and they were laying eggs, and I was, like, just doing him a favor by biting it off before the infestation got worse. So, really, I'm just looking out for this dude. Uh, what other things did we do wrong? I, I was pretty nice to the guy the whole time. He'll attest to that. Uh, and the rest of us, we're, we're good people. He's just really making us look bad. Is that all you have to say for yourselves? Oh, I, I I don't even know what to say here. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, and I like just realized that Donnie's now Donnie again. I'm like, whoa, where'd Fernando go? Yeah, Who? Like, who's Fernando? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like, don't really know what's happening right now. Like, I don't understand very much what's happening. Some kind of young priest comes running in uh, and he has a different color robe. It's like a like a blood red robe. And he comes running in uh, with something, and he whispers to the the overlord that's uh, running the trial. And uh, the overlord looks like kind of shocked, and he shakes his head. And he's like, ladies and gentlemen, we've just made another discovery that will put the nail in the coffin of these evildoers. Oh, God. Behold, I roll my eyes. He lifts, up, um, he lifts up a scroll. And you recognize it as the scroll that you were using to communicate with uh, Oral and Catherine. Damn it. And he says, uh, these two are well known and in the realms of our lands as being against great becoming. And they are collaborators with the dark side, with the evil that permeates this world. And they must be exterminated. And these three being collaborators with this great evil. By evidence of this scroll in their packs, there is no other choice. They must be sentenced immediately. To tickling. Uh, yeah, I, I, I yell out. I'm just like, all he ever did was draw dicks on it. <laughs> and then he yells silence. And you can tell everyone's like gotten super serious. Oh god! He's like, I was, I was going to spin the wheel and let fate decide what they, sh- what should be done with them. But in oh, Vanna White, there, <laughs> they will become fodder for the underground. And then, uh, sentence. The word sentence appears on the on the board. Before I pass judgment on you three poor souls, is there any final words you would like to say? Yes. If your religion is so righteous and powerful, how come we don't get to finish the actual trial? Why are you sensing us right now? If you were so sure that we are actually evil, why not continue on with the actual trial instead of just cutting to the chase? Because you're afraid we might actually win this trial. He says, well, I did give you a chance to speak for yourselves, but all that was said was some flimsy excuse about removing sand fleas in from Parnas's ear by biting it off. And I'm sorry if I resent insults and pettiness against one of the high priests of our religion. I was going to defend myself with the testimony, and then this... Amateur just runs into the courtroom and interrupts a very important proceeding. And now all of a sudden we're sentenced immediately as fodder. And then everyone's booing and they're, you're, they're yelling, they're chanting the pit over and over again. (laughs) 
And uh, all right, I have a quick question. Yes. How close am I to like the main guy sentencing us? Um, you're about fifteen <laughs> feet away from him. So like, so one, in one squares, really leap you could probably get there before anybody else knew what you were doing. Okay, well then, if that's the case, I can use this thing. Being an Eladrin, I have a thing called Phase Step, which basically just teleports me uh, up to five squares. I don't know how much that oh, is yeah. in uh, each square okay. is like yeah, five, five feet. feet. Yeah. Okay, exactly. well then, I want to Phase Step, like basically teleport right behind this guy and start like and hold and sh- and put him in a chokehold. I know I don't have any weapons, but that's all I can do right now. All right, and as you try to Phase Step, you just you feel like there's chains on you. Yeah. Uh, oh, I knew it was and it's happen. just, it just won't work. Uh, and then the guy, the overlord raises his eyebrow at you and he says, <laughs> now you're trying to use magic on this stage. This stage is a safe place. Free of magic. Doesn't I just, feel that safe. I you. put my hand up. Yes. Um, listen, I don't know. I don't know how they feel necessarily about one thing in particular we did the town but it wasn't us we didn't do uh, it i i look at the guy like i don't i'm not happy about what happened in there and i do feel genuine sorrow for the people who suffered inside the town and i just even if i will if i am going to die today i just need to let like just say that out loud all right, and he kind of nods, and he's a little bit solemn, and he's like, "That is taken into account." Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did we do to the town? Because what I remember is we were simply explorers. We found our way in, and we had to get to City Hall. That was shielded off by magic, and then when we got there, it was filled with headless guards and controlled by that guy. And I point to Parnas. And then after we left, two automatons of some kind chase after us, killing everybody in their way. And Parnas starts shaking his head. He's like, he puts his, he face palms, basically. He's like, you three set off the alarms inside of the building, which triggered the response of the automated systems and wound up killing half the town. All right. But what were the headless guards? That you were controlling. That's part of our great work. Uh, And those people are unharmed. They've been transformed. They've been taken to a better place. And they are now part of our, they're part of our pantheon. Um, at this point, I've raised my hand again, like, ooh, man, we took the cover off of one of those boxes, though, and the head was just screaming. He didn't seem happy about it. He wasn't that fantastic about being disembodied. And then another charge uh, appears on the board, and the charge—the uh, charge that appears—is uh, interfering with the pantheon. Oh no! Uh, all right, all right. I—I I mean, we're I dead anyway. Up. Might as well add to it. I speak up. Hey, look, we're we're pretty well known for being troublemakers, <laughs> and I do honestly. This is like I more wanna... than troublemaking at this point. We, <laughs> we're pretty well known hey, as hey, domestic hey. terrorists. I—I want to say. <laughs> I'm genuinely sorry for all the bad things I've done, because there's a lot of them. So, just so you know, I'm a nice guy. Um, But then, in all reality, I think you guys should respect the fact that we made it this far, and we're pretty strong warriors. <laughs> the fact that we're still alive. Uh, 
<laughs> That's what I mean. So, like, maybe, oh, just people maybe, are, we could do a couple favors. By chanting the word pit over and over again. Nope. I, I just yelled to them. I'm like, maybe we could do you a favor. I'm telling you, we could I'm really like help out this whole group here. I'm starting to get jazzed for the pit. Here. My, car- my, like, Donnie's like... The, nobody... Uh, <laughs> Nobody can hear anything that's happening. The crowd is overwhelmingly loud right now. I, I start slamming on the podium and start yelling pit as well. Pit, 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 pit. <laughs> then Parnas uh, raises his hand. And Parnas says, uh, quiet to the crowd. And he says, Overlord, if I may, there is, and well, there was, some kindness that these three afforded me. Oh. They could have killed me outright. They could have. They could have. They could have taken my life immediately. They Instead, could have we treated me them. in worse ways and tortured me worse than I was. <laughs> and I would like to. I would like to afford them the smallest of favors. Instead of the pit, which will kill them immediately, we sentence them. We sentence them to to the underground. Which is through through a method that that is not normally used, but a, a slightly slightly more forgiving, so that they may have their lives and let fate decide the rest in the underground. And the the overlord looks a little bit taken aback. And he's like, "Are you sure, Parnas, that you don't want them just killed outright? I mean, honestly, Parnas, I would I would leave the sentencing up to you." Uh, you could have a worse way to dispose of these three if you want. And then Parnas says, let fate decide. And he walks away, and he walks away from the stage. And the crowd looks a little bit like confused, but then the uh then the uh, the, the overlord says, Underground it is, and underground is the sentence, and the crowd just cheers. Uh and everyone just kind of goes berserk. I cu- I'm looking around being like I told you we were nice people. I treated this guy pretty well. Parnas, you the man. I cover my mouth and, and, and try to throw my voice. I go, hey, I say we let him go. Yeah, this sounds like a great idea. I like that guy. <laughs> um. Okay, so you're going to do that. Uh, I need a uh, I need a dexterity, dexterity. check. Dexterity. Oh, no. Uh, that is not yeah, my I know it's a weird. it's a weird one to throw your voice. I'm not sure what it is, but. Ventriloquism? Yeah. <laughs> Ventriloquism. I was trained out under a great tutelage of a master ventriloquist of Jeffrey Dunham. Uh, no bonus. <laughs> so, 13. 13. All right. Uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so, people shot. just kind of look at you like, what? I mean, there is a possibility it could have worked. So. <laughs> I would have loved uh, that. That would have been great. It could have made it sound like someone else was saying it. You know? <laughs> um, oh, well. So, uh, the the two giant guys, the two giant metal guys, uh, one of them uh, it grabs a um, a wooden wheel on the back wall of the stage and he starts turning it. And in the center of the uh, like right off of the stage where the orchestra pit would be, there's kind of a metal slide is opening and there's a hole in the ground. And when it gets to about halfway, um, the slide stops. So it's at about a 45-degree angle. And the other giant metal guard comes up to you three and grabs uh, two of you and kind of motions you out of the out of the, uh, the testimony square and then into the uh, front of the stage. And you see 
um, that you are looking down a giant stone slide. And the stones look gross. They look abused. They look scrapped, scraped up. They look, you know, there's like a fingernail you can see sticking out of some of the, uh, <laughs> the, um, the stonework there. Uh, it looks gross. And there's like slime, there's blood, there's dried blood and all kinds of gross things. Just like winding the stones uh, all the way down as far as you can see until it disappears into darkness. And the two big metal guys are now behind the three of you. And they're, uh, the overlord is now saying a prayer. And it's a long prayer, but he's saying the whole thing and the entire crowd has gone silent and they're kind of muttering the prayer to themselves too. Some of them are acting weird, like twitchy and like kind of weird and, and like, you know, very strangely uh, into this religion, you know, and having this be part of it. And uh, basically his prayer is kind of like an apology for having to, um, to harm anyone in order to serve uh, his God. And that they don't want to hurt anyone, but they must. And they're sorry, but they're at least giving you guys a chance. And hopefully fate will decide the right choice to make sure that uh, whatever happens to you is the correct thing that happens. Can I wait for the moment that the prayer is like definitely done to just be like, any chance you guys could throw in a sunrod or some of our old equipment? <laughs> and uh, you guys get kicked. Uh, down the slide. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are sliding down this uh, down this stone slide. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> uh, for a while, as you're sliding, you see the the light at the top, and it's growing uh, dimmer and dimmer. But then you see that the the door closes, and a giant cheer is heard very far in the distance as you continue to slide. And as you're sliding, uh, you kind of wonder what this uh, slide may have been used for in the past. And uh, you get the idea that it might have something to do with uh, transporting water or food or something. You don't know. But it's part of some much older system. Are we sliding for a really long time? Yeah, you're sliding for a really All right, long time. I just time. like cross my arms in front of me. Okay. I lay down like I'm on a beach or something, like relaxing. <laughs> All right. You're waiting for the uh, the photo that takes place halfway down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just start, hey, Leonard, dab- I just start you- dabbing uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> Laren, I'll give so you a you gold guys- piece if you go face first. Oh god damn it! Sure. What gold piece? We don't have any of our fucking <laughs> gold. <quitting>. You <laughs> so you guys slide for a while. It's uh, probably about a good minute and a half of sliding, which is quite a ways, and um. As you're nearing the end, uh, I mean, you know, after you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if there's just going to drop off into oblivion or what. But in actuality, it slides into a very smooth ending. And you guys are in a giant stone room. Hmm. And, um, yeah, it's fine. You guys are okay. Uh, You're all in your underwear, unfortunately, still. But you are in a giant stone room. And... Uh, doing okay. The problem uh, is there's no light in here, though. Hmm. Hmm. Really wish I had fire breath right about now. Who has... Uh, does anyone have night vision or anything like that? Or? He has burning spray, but I don't know if it'd be much of a light source. I, can't, I don't think I can use I it wait. without my implement. Yeah. I do... 
I don't know. Can I see in the dark? I have low light vision. I mean, I think I, low light uh, vision. if I could find like a stick or something that I could like pretend is a wand. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how sorcerer powers work. I, Laren, I think he, I think you have low light as well, just from your race. Are I honestly think I either got that during one of my level ups or something like that. I forget. I don't know if I have it. I don't think I do because I don't think I don't half think elf. Does. Yeah, I don't think you have any special uh, vision. Yeah, uh, a ladrin have low light vision naturally. Oh, okay. And then I got it. From so you a, have low light, light vision. So um, who is it that has low light vision? Kurok and Laren. Okay. Oh, so you both do. Okay, cool. Yeah, Donnie. So does. you can kind of make out some things down there, which is, you know, there seems to be like a, the tiniest bit of light. So you, to you guys, it looks like a very grainy black and white camera from like a security cam or something that, you know, people can't really uh, make out much, but you just can see that there's kind of um, the slide ends and there is a smooth path that leads all the way up to what looks like an exit for the room. And on either side of the smooth path, there's kind of a jumble of something. You don't know what it is, if it's rocks or if it's like vegetation or what. But on either side of the uh, path, there's like a jumble of things that goes all the way to the wall on either side. And the walls are about um, 15 feet in either direction. It's kind of a small little chamber that this slide ends in. Hmm. My first instinct is that Jumble we see our bodies and or a monster. And I am highly suspicious. Nothing's moving. You don't see anything moving. I'm going to try and go towards what you said we saw an exit on the far side. Uh, an exit to the room. Yeah, directly across from where you're standing now, about 15 feet away from the bottom of the slide. I think I'm going to walk there. Very cautiously, very very slowly. Okay, you're walking. Uh, you're walking, and you can feel there's stone beneath your feet. It's cold. It's a little bit slippery and gross, but it's you know solid stone. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, and you're walking forward slowly. And then you don't notice anything moving on either side. Um, roll for perception. The two of you that can see. Uh, Seventeen. Uh. F- 15. Okay, so you rolled a 17. You do see uh, what looks like um, part of a like an ornate sword hilt that has a, a stylized face built into the, the sword hilt. It's kind of sticking up out of the jumble of stuff that's on either side of you, on the left side of you. Huh. Uh. I feel like a boo in like uh, Aladdin, where you see like the big gem, and it's like, don't, <laughs> don't, but I gotta. Uh, I stop, and assuming, did the guys, did uh, Laren and Donnie follow me, or did you guys stay back? No, nope. I can't see I a goddamn back. thing. Um, yeah. is the ring still on my finger? Yes, the ring. Yes, the ring is still on your finger, and yes. I'm still hearing voices. In yep. pitch black, they couldn't. They tried to get it off too when they when they were um, taking all of your stuff, but it was like a, a minor uh, nuisance thing for them. And then they realized that it wasn't really anything they wanted, so they were like, "Well, whatever, that's fine." Hmm, <laughs> we should we should double th- dagger though. Aww. 
We tried to throw up and piss on the car, too. <laughs> You're gone. No, the thing I'm the most upset about is the void bag, and my yeah. priority is going back and fucking these motherfuckers up. We need that void bag. <laughs> that we void need to bag shove things willy-nilly inside of the void bag. <laughs> That's our main uh, quest. Um, we're, no, we're going to chop each of every one of their body parts off and put it in the void bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I stop where I am, and I go, Laren, I see a sword hilt. And if he can see me, like if I'm not too far away from him, I point to where I see the sword hilt. Okay, so you now you can you can kind of make it out. You can kind of see that there's something over there. Okay, I'm looking at this thing. Uh, do you want me to pull on it? Uh, I I don't know. It's I, it could either be a trap or someone who came. To, well, no, they wouldn't send equipment down here, so they wouldn't send someone down here unless they die. I don't know. I'm suspicious of it. But, I grab it. Oh fuck! All right, you grab it, and you can feel that it's um, it's part of a larger sword. It's embedded in something. Can I yank on it to pull it out? Yep, and you do, and it easily slides out, and it looks like an entire sword. Uh, and you notice that it was it was scraping against something metal. Mm. He's the king of England. Mm. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, I just examine the condition of it, and then I also, yeah, I I, I say to Koo, it might be up against something. Maybe you want to bust through where it is. Uh, all right. You, you I, just shout, I just shout, hey, Koo Lodman, from where I'm standing. God. In the darkness, you don't even see I can what hear he's going to guys hit. like. I can hear you like <laughs> like talking, and, I, and I'm just like, it's my That's time. Great. This is the only so thing cool. I can do. Leave me alone. You're overcome with the overwhelm, the just incredible desire to run and smash through a wall. So you go running. God. And, uh, you fucking hate start Donnie. running, uh, you start running and you go, uh, towards the right. You just kind of spaz out and just run towards the right hand side of the room. And you run full steam into a giant brick wall. And as you're running, uh, you start smashing through the jumble of things that's on the side of you. Um, in this, uh, hyper state, you are unable to figure out what it is you're running through and you smash into the wall and you take four damage. Donnie, I'm going to fucking murder you in your sleep. <laughs> Dude, fucking I have damage. voices talking to me all the time. I think, I, I think I'm you, getting mine. You yeah. know, you know what else is going to be in your head real soon besides those voices? My fucking hand. I'm uh, punch you through your skull. Yeah. So the voices um, are right now also they're describing a um, a very basic recipe for a pound cake, except <laughs> it's going over the ingredients in a very uh, irritating and minutia kind of way. It's talking about like the flour and sifting the flour and talking about the grains of flour and Dustin getting Hoffman. really lost in this like really irritating poetic voice. Like Rain Man. <laughs> no, um, but like poetic, like you know, like lilty and poetic, like the oh grains boy. of flour they're falling from the <laughs> into the bottom. Oh, great! And can can of I on. can I roll a perception to see if there's anything in the debris of Ku's destructive path that that's worthwhile, or is it just like all just junk? Uh, it's hard for you to make out from where you are. If you want to walk over to where Ku is uh, recovering on the floor. Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. So you walk over there, and you can see now, uh, getting down into the jumble of things, that it is actually all kinds of skeletons that are covered in different kinds of uh, gear and things. 
Hmm. Hey guys, you got uh, Koo just discovered a handful of stuff we can use to get our at least get our asses out of this place. Uh, I'm still on the ground and I just throw a thumbs up. Yeah, I'm still recovering from face first into a brick wall. And I turn over to Donnie and I'm like, "Good thinking." (laughs) (laughs) I can't see a damn thing. I'm just like up facing the opposite direction. Like, oh, you got it, guys. Well, since he can't see, I kind of, like, take a gander to see what's useful for him and obviously prioritize for my character. Oh, look, a wand. Oh, uh, Donnie doesn't need that. You just snap in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, so you start looking for what, uh, looking through the stuff. A dagger will do yeah. as well, because a dagger can is one of my, imp- I can use a dagger as an implement. Um, as soon as you guys are, you, uh, everyone roll for perception. Oh, boy. How many? What's so, my minus on this? Fuck. Um. You're, well, I'm. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. I got an eleven. Twelve. This is a sound one, anyway. Sound perception thing. Oh, so you got an eleven. I got a nine. Yeah. I got twelve. Okay. Um. So none of you hear anything. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I hate. I hate the perception checks that we fail and don't like. Something clearly <laughs> happened, but we don't know. It drives me insane. <laughs> so uh you're digging through the stuff. Is anyone else <laughs> digging through the uh digging through the things? Uh Who's welcome to Yeah, I get back up and I I start looking around for him. Like now that I realize everyone's not dropped down here like us without gear. Like now that I see that there's other stuff, I start scrounging around. All right. Uh everybody roll for perception again. Fuck, I got an 8. I got a 3. I got another 12. All right. Well, okay. With the twelve, uh, you realize that uh, there's a bunch of um, these are all different bodies of people, and they were all dressed in different gear, and that some of them were not dressed in in gear at all. Uh, some of them were just bodies that were down here, and not all of them are skeletons. There is some rotting corpses down here. There is some like really gross, like you know, melting. Um, bodies that are in several states of decomposition. None of them look to be super recent. Um, but, uh, you know, everyone looks to have died, um, uh, from some, for some reason or another in this room. Um, and, uh, as you're digging through all of these bodies, uh, one, the smell is just horrendous. It's really getting difficult to breathe in this room, especially disturbing all of this stuff. Uh, but with the 12, um, uh, that, uh, you find a bag and the bag seems to be completely, uh, solid and together. And it is not, um, it's not falling apart. It doesn't look like it's showing its age. It's a solid leather bag with, uh, lots of pockets and it has straps. It's a backpack that you could wear. Um, and that's all you know about it for now, but you do feel that it has the weight of having a lot of things inside of it. And you're not sure what exactly. Um, so with the eight, uh, as you're scrounging around, um, you, uh, you're not having much luck finding anything. Uh, who rolled the eight? That was Laren. Okay. So, uh, Laren, you do find, um, kind of a tattered, uh, leather armor that you think will fit you. And it's like in really bad shape. But uh, you think with tying it together and kind of, you know, making it work for yourself, it could serve enough to um, save your life, possibly. All right. I definitely throw that on. 
Okay. Oh, so that's taking you a little bit to just tie it up and make sure it's uh it's it's on you. And that com- that that includes uh the full thing. It's 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 also gross too because there's rotting body parts on it. Oh yeah, I'm used to that kind of shit. Yeah, and I have that sword too. You can just like shake them out. Yeah, like bleh, like and it'll just pop <laughs> apart. Yeah, but it's just a little. It's slippery and like melty Ooh. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Goopy and uh, so, but the but the armor Goopy. does include uh, the armor does include a uh, includes um, uh, bracers and pauldrons and, uh, and leg uh, all like the whole thing except for shoes. So you have like kind of a full set of armor of leather armor. Uh, no helmet though, uh, no helmet, no shoes, and it's it's pretty fully together. It seems like it it could it could definitely save your life in a pinch. Nice now uh, with. Three, After I, yeah. I put on the book back, uh, the backpack. Can I see Donnie like where I am? Like, is he still within my sight range? Yeah, you can kind of make him out. Yeah, I try and call out. I go, "Hey, Donnie, turn to my voice." Okay, <laughs> I like turn, and okay. I try and get the gnarliest, slimiest, like gross, most rancid piece <laughs> of like body, like goo, yeah, and just okay. hurl it at his face. Ugh. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll first for dexterity to make sure you get a really good piece of goo, and then second, do a two-hit roll. That good, good goo. Yeah. Alright, so my dexterity to find something is four. Not very goopy. Okay, alright. So you dip your hand into what is hope you hope can be a big, gooey thing, but you're having trouble getting enough out uh, and you're, you wind up grabbing, uh, what feels like a hip bone and oh, it's boy. kind of stuck inside of a piece of armor. Hmm. Uh, so Don, uh, Donnie, you hear this after you heard you turn to the sound of your voice, you hear this rustling over there and kind of shaking of some like rusted metal. And, uh, yeah, you just, that's all you hear over there. I'm, I'm still, I'm still searching for loot. I mean, if I can pick up the hip bone that's in the armor, I'm going to throw that either way. Okay. So <laughs> you get that, but it's kind of attached to a big piece of armor that it's hard to pull out of. So it's like you're going to have to put your foot down on it and use your strength to rip it out of the armor. Okay. So that'll be 12. Okay, so you do rip it out of the armor. Yes. and uh And you have this big dripping hip bone in your hands now. Uh, that you can now throw if you want to. I hurl it at Donnie and either his face or his genitalia. I am fine okay. with either. So this is going to be a little bit tricky because it is in the pitch dark. So you can see him very slightly outlined over there. So let's see if you can hit him. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, strength. God, just terrible rolls. That's an eight total. <laughs> okay. So Donnie, you feel something go whizzing by your head and hit the wall uh, behind you makes kind of a splat, clunk, thunk, suck kind of noise. Oh, boy. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. I can't, like, I'm so playing this like I actually can't fucking threw, see anything. He just threw something at you, or someone threw something at you, because you feel it went right by you. Can you guys, like, not? I can't see a damn thing. Uh, everybody roll perception again. Uh, Eleven. Another four. <laughs> terrible four. to oh I can't roll shit. Eleven and four and and what? Anything else? Eleven. Eleven. So two eleven and a four. Okay, uh, those of you that rolled the elevens, you notice you hear the slightest 
kind of rumbling sound coming from somewhere and you're not exactly sure where it's coming from but it's kind of a rumbling noise all right guys thoughts here can we go back up the slide what about the door do you really want to do that do you really want to go up a slide we fell down for two minutes yes gotta be a long slide it's uh i don't know i don't think we have a choice oh i quickly Try and look through the backpack if I can, like to see if there's anything since it was heavy. Okay, uh, in there you notice that there is a uh, flint and tinder fire starting set. Um, there appears to be some kind of belt of daggers in there. Uh, there is a, a flask, and there are two potions. One's cloudy, and one is uh, it's it's really hard to tell in the dark, but it's like it's sparkling a little bit. And then there's also a, um, like a bracelet. Hmm. And the bracelet is kind of like emitting a very, very, very dim light. Okay. Can I pull out the bracelet, but not put it on? I'm just like holding it as a light source. Okay. It doesn't really do much other than mark itself where it is in the room. You can't really use it to illuminate. You can only, it's like, it's like a very dim glow stick. You just know exactly where that is, but not where anything else is. Exactly. Okay, I start pumping the bracelet up in the air, and I start going, All right, you guys all see that. I say, Donnie, get to the light. Yeah, I just walk towards the pumping bracelet. And I also say, Cool, what do you have there? And what did you find? I found some goopy armor and a sword. I got a book bag with flint and tinder, so we can start a fire if we find, like, stuff to burn. Uh, like, bodies. Do, bo- do bones burn? Yeah, body, maybe. They all, they all seem wet. Uh, belt of daggers, Donnie. One flask, which is empty, right? Yeah, uh, the flask has some liquid in it. You don't know what it is, though. Oh, uh, okay. Mystery flask. Fantastic. I love it. Uh, uh, two potions, a flask, and this glowing bracelet thing, which... After our last escapade with random jewelry, I don't feel comfortable putting on right now. I'll put I'll it on. I'll give it a go. Did both of us just volunteer to put this strange place <laughs> yes. on? Yes. Yes, indeed. And I've already uh, had, like, a terrible... <laughs> I've already had terrible things That's happen. why I was thinking maybe I should try. But also, another thing... Let's make a torch. Yeah, if we can get, like, a bone and wrap... Yeah, get, like, a... Dry cloth around it. A tibia or something. Isn't that yogurt? Roll for uh let's see who's doing the who's doing the torch making. Uh what skill would that be? Is that dungeoneering? Uh dungeoneering would be I think that's pretty good, yeah. I have I have a plus six to dungeoneering, but I can't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, this will still this'll still help. Go ahead and roll for that. Oh uh, sweet. And okay. also everybody roll for perception again. No, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> All right, I'll roll for perception first. Oh shit! Doug failed. AJ got five without the bonus. Oh, thank God. Okay, a six. So, so six with okay. bonus. Okay, and then that's uh, all your perception. I failed too. Oh God, we both <laughs> we both got crit fails on our perception. So rolls. I'm the most Holy perceptive shit. in this check, and I got a six. You two crit <laughs> fail. Blind. You guys are the only ones who can fucking see. I'm just gonna start trying to start you, this fire immediately. The two of you that <clears throat> the two of you that crit failed. Oh, no. Very clearly, hear something coming 
from the door of the room into the room. Oh, shit. Donnie, Donnie, get the fire. Get the fire going. And you think it might be a dragon. I start striking. I start heading towards the end of where we fell out of the slide, and I'm like, I think it's time we start climbing. I'm going to try to get this torch going. Okay, so now roll your dungeoneering. It's a 17. Oh, okay. So here's your thing. Uh, as you're wrapping this torch, you find you find a tibia in the uh, in the piles of bones. It's a clean one. It's not it's not a gross one. Nice. Uh, and you wrap a cloth very firmly around the top of the tibia. And as you do, you remembered something from uh, from uh, some mentorship uh, that you had with somebody that was very experienced in dungeoneering, and he told you a story one time, a long time ago, about how he had to use what he called the tallow from dead bodies to help make a torch because you need some kind of accelerant, some kind of oil or something. Yeah, like oil, like fat. I could use the fat from a decaying body. Exactly. So you do that and you dip your cloth, long strips of it in the, in the fat and let it soak into the cloth. And then you use that to wrap it very tightly around the end of the tibia and you make a very good torch. Uh, It's looking really good to you. Um. Uh. Well, in the dark, it is at least. But you're you're able to do all that. <laughs> I can feel it. And I'm like, yeah, this feels right. And um. And so yeah, your torch is ready to light. Uh. Everyone else now, since that time has passed, uh, roll another perception check. Eleven. Eleven. God again. Nineteen. There we go. Uh, all right. The so fire. He can see now. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, you light up the torch, okay, and you immediately realize that there has been a kind of low noise that has been increasing in volume for quite a while, and you did not realize it until just this moment, but there is something really loud and kind of uh, troubling coming from the ramp. And you get the feeling that it's something huge sliding down the ramp. Oh no! Oh no! That's what uh, wait, uh, something? No, no. I um, I, <laughs> I, uh, I grab the belt of daggers and I sling it around my waist, just like as fast as I can. Can I see like how big is the opening of like the spout of where the slide comes out? Like, is it a big ass opening or is it like a little? It's a big opening, and as you look at it now, now in the freshly produced light, you see that there, uh, that the entire area in front of the slide was was originally very clearly uh, pushed to the sides. So there is a very strong um, strip of clean stone that leads from the end of the slide right to the door in front of you. And that everything else looks like it was ex- like pushed right to the sides of that strip. And there's piles of different bodies and armors. And you think oh, God. just glancing at the junk on either side that there's probably more good stuff in there that you guys didn't find. I got to get some sort of clothing on. I'm like com- almost completely naked. Yeah, none of you really have any clothing. Um fine with that uh except for your armor yeah can i can i look for clothing or like literally anything i can put on wait what came down the slide like what yeah this you should maybe deal with what's coming down the slide yeah let's worry about this right now guys i dive into like a pile of the bodies that are like off off the side of the path or whatever that we can now see yeah i 
jump to like the side of it, like whatever one I was already digging through. Can I just like toss the torch? Because I don't want it to attract it to me. Like, can I toss the torch towards the middle of the room? Uh, yeah, you can throw the torch into the center of the room if you want, like in and the just, area near the door or something, and kind of just follow coup so that it'll like it'll still illuminate when whatever comes down there. Okay. And wait, we should all get a dagger from the belt of daggers. That way, we all have something and not just. Yeah, I give Ku I give Ku a dagger because uh, Laren already has a sword. Yeah. Uh, the daggers uh, are very clearly throwing daggers, uh, and they're uh, shaped in a really, uh, you know, cl- a way that makes them clearly throwing daggers. They're not really made. They for look like kunai. They're slashing. They're kind of uh, hard. To, they're, they'd be hard to wield. But you can, can I still use them. it? To imp- can you still use it as like an implement for magic uh, purposes? Um, it's not going to work for that. Uh, your implement, um, your previous implement, what was your previous implement? It was a dagger. It was, I had, I had a, uh, I had a, it was like a double bladed dagger. We found this cloth that I wound around the hilt of two daggers and it like merged the hilt, but kept two blades running next to each other. Ah, okay. So that was like the dagger I was using for my implement. Like Wolverine. So in order for you to create an implement, it's going to take you a little while. So you could theoretically use these daggers to create your implement, but you'd probably need a little work on it, like probably 15 minutes or something at the moment. Oh, boy. Okay, I, d- I just give the dagger back to Donnie. Like, oh, use my hands or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't can't use okay. that. He, well, he dove into bodies, so he might be able to, like, find something while he's in there. Yeah, well, right now I just want to hide. Yeah, that's. I think that's what we're all doing, honestly. Well, what's Laren doing? Yeah, I kind of want to stand to the side of, like, the... Just put my back to the wall of where the the output yeah. of the yeah. Gotcha. I know what you mean. So yeah, you're standing on that side there. He's so, sitting like next um, to the hole. Yes. With your back against the wall. Yeah, hoping if it like comes flying out, it won't even know where I am. I'll just go past him. So the noise is getting louder and louder, and it's the only way that you could reckon it in your head is when you've heard really heavy wagons rolling by. It kind of has that rumbling quality to it. Sounds like a giant wagon that's coming down the ramp. And you do see now, uh, coming out of the ramp, because it's pretty dark in there, it finally, you can see clearly, there is a giant machine of some kind that is, it has a spreader on the front of it, and it's, it hits the bottom of the slide and it's not going super fast, but it is now sliding into that door area and uh, it has now pushed all of the extra like parts of people and all that stuff back into the sides. Cause you guys had kind of messed it up a bit. So it did yeah. that and like, you know, where it, where it smooths and uh, interfaces with the door across from the edge of the room, it has a, uh, uh, like, you know, it, it, like certain things got trapped kind of in the crack between the machine and the and the exit. It fit that perfectly. And so certain things snap and break as it exit as it hits that edge of the door. And as it hits the exit of the door, it goes all the way out into the hallway and then stops. And then there are three giant chains that begin to pull the thing back up the slide. Okay, so it's not like an automaton sort of it doesn't have any thought. It's just a. It's a dumb machine to basically okay. clear out the bottom of the slide. Yeah. Before yeah. it gets pulled back, I examine the chains and I yell to them, 
Grab a chain! So, uh... Okay, so you yell to them, grab a chain. And I jump uh, to grab a chain. I, I'd rather loot more. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, but this is a window of opportunity we are not going to get. Uh, again. Uh, looks like it comes through here pretty often. Uh, if Yeah, screw it. If I can, I try and jump out and grab onto a chain if it hasn't already passed by me. All right, so everyone that wants to grab a chain, uh, you're gonna make a uh, dexterity roll. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to grab one too. I got a ten. I got a thirteen. Eighteen. Okay. So you each of you grab a different chain, and grab as soon as you guys grab onto the chain, um, the thing stops. Huh. Um, hmm. I. I I get off the chain, I let go of it. And so I immediately slide back into the group of bodies or whatever I'm nearby. Okay. So if it does snap back, it I'm not in the way. Hmm. I'm like a kid at a ball pit at like Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> but it's just corpses. <laughs> You're just like, you see, we see Koo's face, like, sticking yeah. out of like a bunch of bodies, and he's just yeah, smiling. I'm like E.T. Like e. when he's hiding in the stuffed animals. <laughs> I start to climb. Climb up the chain? Yes. All right. Uh, roll for dexterity. Let's see if Laren dies first. I, you're climbing up the tube. Oh, 22. Um, okay. Um, the chain is really slippery, as is the floor, but you're able to work uh, your hands in such a way, <clears throat> at least at the moment, it's hurting to do this. It's not very easily done, but you pull yourself up about 10 feet up the chain. And you are barely hanging on. You really don't have much footing. Um, you're mainly just using the chain, which is really slippery itself. It seems like the chain was kind of like greased up in order to uh, make it just so that nobody could climb up it. But you were able to grab in such a way between the links that you've gotten just enough purchase on the chain to pull yourself up about 10 feet. Hmm. Shit, guys, this is not easy, and I don't think I can do it the whole way. And then I kind of just start to come back down. Yeah, and you looking up there, that's a pretty good um, a pretty good uh, decision, Assessment. because you notice that it's, I mean, it is a far way up the chain. It will definitely be difficult to do that the whole way. You have to roll <laughs> a pretty damn good about ten times in a row to be able to get yeah. up there. Oh. Did uh, Donnie's torch get like destroyed or put out because he threw oh, it in yeah. the center? I'm sorry. The torch, yeah. uh, the torch was uh, completely destroyed. Ah. All right. Great. I just yelled at Donnie. Donnie, let's make another torch. All right. I guess I'm gonna like look around for more torch parts. All right. I mean, it's not hard to find bones, and it's not hard to find the the tallow to soak the uh, cloth in. Yeah, it seems uh, pretty, pretty not- plentiful. I'm yeah. assuming as we let go of the chains, the thing starts to take off again. Oh, is everybody, uh, everybody has let go Wait. now? Yeah, I'm, I'm down and given, given up on that. All right. So the, the, the machine is just starts slowly going back up the ramp. Okay. So it's clearly like weight sense. Like the second we touch it, it shuts down. So. Yep. Yeah. Seems like that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to keep, uh, looting and help. If I can, if he needs it, help Donnie make another torch. Um, roll for more. your dungeoneering again. Okay. Uh, Nineteen. 
Oh, good. Okay. Well, you realize you've learned some things from making the last torch, and you make an even better one, which you're sure will last <laughs> probably six to eight hours if you uh, take care of it in the right way. I spike um, it on the knob skin. <laughs> <laughs> I put it out on Laird's skin. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we see if there's anything in the chamber now that the light's back? So, yeah, now that the lights are back on, you can see that towards the edges of the room looks to be like where the more ancient bodies are. And the ones that are closer to the edge are the more, you know, decaying uh, bodies. And looking at this stuff, it does not look like anything has is new in this room for probably a good like six months or so so that looks to be the last time that there was any living like humanoid type creature in this room that that died was about uh six months ago well it's also it's hard to tell but you think that maybe some of these bodies have been looted before you see the signs of Maybe somebody or something has kind of gone through this stuff a bit before and 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 also taken uh taken some stuff so um it really depends on how thorough you guys want to be i mean you could you could take everything apart, you could line it up on the floor, you could just you know take a look at exactly everything that uh is left in this room and really um you know, make sure you do a really good inventory of it. And you estimate that it'll probably take you about an hour just to go through everything that's uh, everything that's in this room and line it up and make sure and take a look at it. I just kind of want to, like, kit myself out, like, get basically back to, like, close to what I was wearing before, I guess. Like, get clothing and shoes and stuff, like, basic shit. Well, yeah. you can do that. I, I think if it's going to take us, like, an hour, I don't think that's too much time because we're in prison now. So we yeah. got nothing but time. Yeah, so pretty I, much. I vote for just, yeah, taking the full hour and looking for the best gear we can. The, the full Monty. Yeah. Oh. Tibia's over here. Fibia's over there. Yeah. <laughs> because, I don't know uh, if we're going that far. <laughs> you guys basically organize uh, organize all of the stuff that you can find, even the stuff that looks rusted and broken, just because you want to put everything in different categories. And uh, you wind up with a big pile of different things organized by type over on one side of the room, and on the other side of the room is all just gross, decaying body <laughs> stuff. You know, stuff that's incomprehensible. You can't really tell what certain things are. Certain things look like they used to be things or whatever, but you're not really sure. And so <clears throat> you're looking at this stuff like, you know, that's about everything that you could get out of it. So back to the piles of things. So there looks to be armor and weaponry and all sorts of different uh, conditions from all sorts of different um, styles, time periods, all sorts of things. The stuff that looks really old, um, there's things in there that look to be hundreds of years old. There's stuff that looks to be like things you could buy at a market today. Um, you find a lot of weaponry that is completely destroyed. Uh, there are bows and things that look like they're they just are unrepairable. Um, but uh, one thing kind of stands out in the weapon category. Uh, besides that sword which you have, which now that you can see in the light, the sword looks pretty nice. And the face on it is a very kind of like, you know, if we're describing it from our world, it'd be kind of like a Celtic designed face 
that is like a bearded man that's looking um, looking forward. And the sword feels like it's in really good condition. It shines. It's it's very bright, and it's uh, it's it seems like a good sword, and it possibly magical as well. Uh, besides that, in the stacks of items and things that are there, there's one other item that stands out, and it is a giant uh, wooden mallet. And the mallet has kind of like uh, some metal spikes that are plugs kind of in the side of it. So it looks pretty deadly. Now, thinking that it's a wooden mallet, and this thing was over on the side where there's ancient stuff, it's not rotten in any way, and the wood seems to be incredibly strong. Uh, and just trying it out and tapping it, it seems like this thing is really, uh, really, really good. Um, it also seems like it may be magical. Uh, it has kind of grooves that are built for your hands. And when you put your hands into those grooves, it feels like it's easier to swing the thing. Um, <laughs> so besides that, you do have uh, some rusted stuff. And then you have some stuff that's kind of from looks like the bargain basement, like the world of Dollar General, like it, it came from that. World. <laughs> and that is like there's a dagger that looks like it's a kind of a cheap dagger that's not um, not very great, but it's useful. And same. Uh, you also have a short sword that's also like that. So that's all of the weaponry that you guys have uh, available to you. Uh now, in the armor section, um, you've already taken the leather armor uh, from the body. Uh, and besides that, there is a, uh, there's a metal chest plate that looks like it's huge, that it's made uh, for somebody like Kulruk who could wear that. So it looks like it could fit you, but it's a giant chest plate. It's like, you know, um, and it's all metal. Uh, it doesn't look magical in any way, but it's like, you know, it definitely would stop some blows from uh, from from killing you for sure. Uh, but it only is that piece. Um, and in addition to that, there are uh, there's a pair of uh, leather gloves and the leather gloves are very intricately designed. There's little flowers all over them. Um, they look like they could be possibly magical as well because they're very well designed. And um, the only other thing is a belt. And uh, the belt, uh, you can't tell if it's magical, but again, it's super well designed and it looks really nice. And besides that, uh, the only thing that you see is a tiny little, and it almost is something that you guys missed, but it's a tiny wooden, it looks like a wand, but you're not sure. And it has kind of like this weird, um, dark, pyramid type shape on the top of it and the thing is kind of plain but it's weirdly plain it doesn't seem like uh it doesn't seem like something that you'd see around nowadays but you never know i mean but it, it is weirdly primitive looking i'm gonna examine that 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 really piques my interest the uh the the, the wand yeah that's like really calling to me right now all right so uh you want to roll for uh arcana i think Yes, Arcana. Yeah. All right. Critical fail. Critical fail. <laughs> uh, close enough. Nine total. Nine. Six. All right. So you, you're you not sure what it is, but you do know that um, you do know that this is kind of uh, something that um, it looks like it's come from 
like a primitive society that has magic that they don't really necessarily understand. And you know that that's something that it's something that uh, would would probably have been useful to someone that would have been like a hunter or something in a society like that, you know, that would have gone on hunting parties with, uh, with a primitive, um, primitive society. Hmm. So the thing is definitely magical and you know, you just know that you can, you can use it and you know that you can target, uh, an area with it. You don't know what it would do though. Okay. Um, uh, are there, are there like any like regular clothes there? Cause I just wear cloth armor. So just like, clothing yeah. Oh, is and I'm sorry. As far as the clothing goes, there's pretty much an option for each of you. It's not going to look pretty. It's not going to be good, but it'll be functional. It'll keep you warm. Um, as far as shoes go, uh, the cool Ruck has no shoes that'll fit him in the, in the, in the mess of stuff, but you guys oh. both find some shoes that you feel will definitely, um, cover your feet and keep them safe. Nice. Um, quick question. As far as the sword that you described, the possibly magic one with the the face on it, the Celtic face, uh, yeah. is that a better option than the one I initially pulled out of the wall? No, that, that is the sword one is the one you pulled out of the wall. Oh, okay. I misheard then. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Could I get Donnie to do a quick arcana check on my... I, presumably, I'm going to be taking the wooden mallet that's pseudo-magical and the bracelet. I just want to. I don't care what they do. I just want to make sure they're not cursed, like that. Yeah, like I bad. can. I can. I can peep those. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. Uh, you can detect a curse for uh, above ten or uh, ten or above. All right. Yeah, it's a twenty-two. Oh yeah, you're de- you're sure it's not cursed. Was that an Arcana check? Yeah. Uh, which 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 item did you check on? I checked the mallet first. The mallet. The yeah. mallet is definitely magical. Uh, it's definitely. Uh, a powerful item. Uh, it's you're in uh, in terms of D and D. The thing is a uh, a plus five for sure. I look look at Kuda like this thing's strong as hell, baby. Yeah, plus five. I say that like meta gamey, like <laughs> like probably <laughs> at least a plus five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you don't know if there is any other you you sense that there probably is another magical attribute to it, but you're not sure what it is. Damn, that was okay. a good ass roll too. I, I wonder what what it really is. I, I'm gonna check the bracelet now. I guess. Uh the bracelet. Go ahead and roll. Damn, eleven. Eleven. You're not sure, and now you're not sure if it is a bracelet. Oh, it might be a choker of some sort. You're not sure if it's even meant to be worn on a person. Oh, it's a dog collar. Dragonborn cock ring. It's a gigantic nipple piercing <laughs> for a dragon. <laughs> yeah. The thing is about um, four inches in uh, diameter. So it's fairly wide. And if you wore it on your wrist, you'd either have to be as large as Kolruk, or it would be just kind of hanging around your wrist. Hmm. Um, you're not positive that, uh, wait, what did you roll for that? That was an 11. 11. So you're pretty sure it's not cursed. You're not a hundred percent sure though. Good enough for me. I'll take that too. Should I check the belt and the gloves too? Or what do you guys want? All right. Let me do an arcana check on the sword quick. Okay. Uh, This is the, uh, the Celtic face sword. (laughs) Yes, it is. And I got a nine. So you really don't know 
but you do recognize the face as being uh, one of the northern gods. Okay. And Donnie, did you want to do the belt and gloves? Yeah, I'm going to check the belt and gloves. Fair, we'll knock this all out real quick. I'll check the I'll check the gloves quick first. Okay. Oh, that's a ten. So you know that the gloves are not cursed, uh, but you're not sure if they're magical. Okay, I'll check the check the belt quick then. And that's an eleven for the belt. Uh, and you're positive that the thing's not cursed. Uh, and you think you're pretty sure it's magical. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know what these two things do, but they're magical, and I know that they're not cursed. So, uh, like, that's they I guess a plus. Yeah, they won't fit me, so I have no interest. I just kind of want the gloves. I already have that like dagger belt. Yeah, so guys, you should divvy up what you would like and make sure you note that what uh, what things you've taken. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I got the backpack with all the stuff in it. I got the wooden giant wooden uh, magic wooden mallet, the bracelet slash collar thing, but I'm gonna wear it as a bracelet, and the uh, giant metal chest plate. Cool. Laren's just like, I guess let's move on. So, um, uh, before you do, did you are you are you putting on the bracelet? Yeah, since he said it's not cursed, I'm just gonna pop it right on. Okay, so uh, how are you? De- how are you putting it on? Describe exactly how you're how you're holding your hand and how you're putting it on. Oh, now I'm questioning. <laughs> like, I know we're not supposed <laughs> to metagame, but ooh boy, am I regretting this? Um, if if it's just a circle, like there's no like clasp or anything, I guess I'm just gonna try and slip my hand through it and just put it on around my wrist. All right. Uh, so and you are not uh you're not going very fast. Uh, um, suddenly, as soon as you get the thing near your fingertips, as oh, no. soon as the edge of the bracelet overtakes your fingertip, uh, it's my left hand, my left hand, by the way, my non-dominant okay. hand. Just... You, all right. You feel a searing pain and there is a bright, bright white light that is, uh, emanating from the bracelet. Uh, oh, fuck, as, no. you, as you hit that with your finger, uh, you think you see uh, a pure wall of lava as if the thing is like a teleportation to a lava pit, like a circle that leads to uh, just complete um, fire, like a world of fire. Ha. So the hey, very, Donnie, Donnie, come here a second. The very edge of your fingertip is gone. Uh, oh no! <laughs> and you take one damage, um, and it won't affect you in any way. It's more of a cosmetic thing. But the edge of your fingertip is gone. You're not bleeding because it automatically cauterized the wound. But the, the tip of your middle finger is now missing. It's flat. Uh, nah, that's my favorite one. And smoking. Larian immediately so- starts laughing. I grab my hand for screaming. I'm a monster. Grab Larian by the <laughs> foot and just shove it onto his foot. No, just take his foot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna do that? Uh, no. no. <laughs> um. All right. I start shooting looks over at Laren, like looking at this thing. Like, who needs a uh, void bag when we got a void ring? Donnie, I thought you said it wasn't cursed. It's not cursed. That's just the magical enchantment that's on it. Donnie, come here a second. I got a neat little <laughs> trick I want to show you. Are you gonna put my finger in it with the ring on it? Sure, finger. Maybe that. Maybe your neck. Whatever. Come here a second. I stop. <laughs> All right, it I wasn't cursed, it so I don't know why. I don't know why it's like that. All right, I don't put it on, but I put it in the backpack that I have. All right, I don't wear it. 
Um, yeah, I think I think that we're all geared up. We all have what we want. Yeah. Sounds good. So, yeah, you guys are uh, just about prepared now. You're all dressed. You're all ready to go. You're standing at the edge of the room, kind of peering out into the darkness, holding your bone torch uh, above your head and staring out into uh, more uh, stone into the distance. Hey everyone, Doug here, or as you know me, Laryngitis. Thanks for listening to this week's episode where we find ourselves cast into the underground, scavenging for any equipment that may aid us on our journey ahead. Next week's episode, uh, things get really interesting as we discover some of the inhabitants of this dark, neglected place, so please stay tuned and tell some friends to subscribe. I want to thank the hosts this week. It was Mike, AJ, Bran, and myself. Cover art was done by Ian McAfee. Theme music was composed and assembled by Josh Stitt. Distribution is powered by the fine podcasting software at Pinecast.com. You can leave a tip, you can leave feedback, just click a link in the episode description. And if you're not already subscribed, please do so on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.